Salutations, listeners. You are listening to another episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast, and I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. And is our mission here to cure whatever it is that ails you, baby, through the power and the majesty of jazz music. In this episode, we continue our ever-going spotlight into music of the 1970s. That's right, jazz from the 70s. A lot of folks don't think that this shit grooved, but believe me, baby, it did. And I will say this is probably one of the funkiest, best collections of jazz fusion that I have put together yet. So... Hold on, strap in, and let's get to some music.
Brecker Brothers live in the studio, killing it. I mean, these guys are a bunch of studio musicians anyway, you know what I'm saying? But when they actually, when Randy Brecker, the trumpet player, and his brother Michael Brecker, the great Michael Brecker, chose to get up a band together, these guys were just, I mean, they were pretty much just one takes. It was killer, you know what I'm saying? And, of course, that was some skunk funk, and that is from 1975 Arista Records. And the band is just killer. It's, of course, Randy Brecker on the trumpet, Michael Brecker on the tenor, David Sanborn on the alto, Don Grolnick on the keyboards, Bob Mann on guitar, Will Lee on the bass, Harvey Mason on the drums, uh, and Ralph McDonald on percussion. And in fact, it was nominated for three Grammys in 1976. So, there you go. And it's one of the staples of the Jazz Fusion catalog. Before that, we heard from the great Donald Bird. We heard Blackbird from his Blue Note release, Blackbird, in 1973. Recorded in 1972. And that was a Blackbird was a tune that was written by Larry Mizell. This is another one of the Mizell brothers slash Donald Byrd collaborations for Blue Note. Of course, Donald Byrd's on the trumpet. You've got the Mizell brothers on trumpets and vocals. You've also got Joe Sample playing piano. And Chuck Rainey on the bass. Harvey Mason on the drums. I believe it's two Harvey Masons in a row. Yep, Harvey Mason killing some grooves, man. Tell you what. And it didn't get any funkier than that. I mean, that's just like, that's shaft funky is what that is. You know what I'm saying? And then, of course, we opened up the entire set with the jazz rock gods, the Mahavishnu Orchestra. That's right, we are talking about John McLaughlin on the guitar, Rick Laird on the bass, the great Billy Cobham on drums, Jan Hammer on keyboards, Jerry Goodman on violin, and we heard Meeting of the Spirits from Mahavishnu Orchestra's very first album, The Inner Mounting Flame on Columbia from 1971. So keep that in mind. Like, this album and Bitches Brew were coming out around the same time, give or take a year or two. That's pretty intense. And especially seeing that McLaughlin was a part of that. Now, don't forget that each one of these members went on to do great things on their own. You know what I'm saying? Like, McLaughlin went on to keep the Mahavishnu thing rolling for a while. He was also part of Tony Williams' Lifetime. He was also part of the Trio of Doom. He went and he also did the Shakti group, fusing Indian music with jazz and stuff like that, improvisation. Billy Cobham, of course, went on to have a solo career that was just absolutely killer. Tons of funky albums. Uh, Jan Hammer, of course, you know, this guy turned up on tons of fusion records, not to mention had his own solo records. He was also the guy that would later write the theme to Miami Vice. And that was a killer career. There you go. You know, he had a, a lot of royalty checks coming in for a long time for that. And then, of course, Jerry Goodman went on to um, start the Dixie Dregs group, which is a fantastic group in itself. 
So, Mahavishnu is truly a band of leaders. Just mm, great stuff. So, we got another set coming at you. We're going to start with the great McCoy Tyner with Samalayuka. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
we are back. That was the great Wayne Shorter. Killing it on the soprano saxophone with his composition, Beauty and the Beast. And that comes from his album, Native Dancer, which also features Milton Nashmento. And on that entire album is... A great personnel. You've got, of course, Wayne on the tenor and soprano sax. You've got Milton Ashminto on guitar and vocals throughout that album. Um, also splitting guitar duties are David Amaro, Jay Graydon. The great Herbie Hancock is on piano and keyboards. Uh, and Erto Moreira is on the percussion. And Dave McDaniel is on the bass. And Roberto Silva is on the drums. Now, that came out in 1975, but it was recorded September 12th, 1974. Before that, we heard Icarus, or Icarus, whichever way you want to pronounce it. Um, and that was by a great duo with Gary Burton and Ralph Towner. And that was on the ECM label. Uh, and it was from their album, Matchbook. Which, if you are a player, an instrumental player, and you've played through a bunch of those real book tunes. I'm talking about the old real book tunes. The real fake book real book tunes. You know that most of those tunes um, have a lot of ECM influence from the 70s. So, And a lot of those tunes from Matchbook, as well as Hotel Hello, is actually from the real book. So... Um, but it's just a, a very fine album all the way around. A great interplay between Gary Burton and Ralph Towner. And that, too, was released in 1975, but recorded in 1974. So there you go. Um, and, of course, that features you know, Gary Burton on the vibes and Ralph Towner on the guitar. So Before that, we opened up the entire set with Samalayuka from the great McCoy Tyner. And that was recorded in 1974 as well. So all three in that last set were from 1974. They were all recorded in 74. It was a great year. And on the Samalayuka album, of course, we have McCoy Tyner on the piano because it's his album. John Stubblefield on the oboe and flute. Gary Bartz. The great Gary Bartz on alto sax. Gary Bartz, for those of you who don't know, um, played alto sax with Miles Davis in the 70s. And he also is currently one of the uh, faculty members at um, the Oberlin Conservatory of Music in Northeast Ohio. So there you go. Um, they also have Azar Lawrence on the tenor sax and soprano sax, the great Bobby Hutcherson on vibes, Buster Williams on the bass, Billy Hart on the drums, Guillerme Franco on percussion, and Matume on the percussion as well. Killer, killer album for Milestone Records. Orin Keep News produced that one. So, and actually the way it turned out was in chronological order from 1974. What do you know about that? Sometimes things just work out, don't they? So, all right, we've got another great set of music uh, featuring some bands, bands this time, like some bigger bands, some bigger configurations. So let's start it out with the great Maynard 
Ferguson. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
the great Bill Watrous, great trombone player who we just lost last year in 2018. That was his best and well-known tune and composition, The Tiger of San Pedro. And that came out in 1974, I believe, from the Manhattan Wildlife Refuge album. Bill Watcher's great trombone player. Before that, we heard a killer arrangement of Charlie Barnett's Skyliner by Don Sebesky. And that comes from Don Sebesky's CTI album, The Rape of El Moro. And that was from 1975. Don Zabeski was the keyboardist, the arranger, and the conductor for the whole session. And this is just like a who's who right here in this band. It's a killer group. Randy Brecker and John Faddis on the trumpet. Wayne Andre, Barry Rogers, Sonny Russo, trombone. Tony Studd, bass trombone. Michael Brecker on the tenor sax. David Sanborn on the alto sax. So you have the horn line right there between Sanborn and the two Breckers of the Brecker Brothers for Don Sebesky. Just putting it out there. Ray Beckenstein on the flute and piccolo, and as well as Al Regney, George Marge, Walt Levinsky, and Harvey Estrin. You also had Don Grolnick, Sir Roland Hanna, and Pat Rebelo on the keyboards. The great Joe Beck on guitar, not to be confused with Jeff Beck. Joe Beck on guitar. Will Lee again on the bass, as well as Ron Carter, splitting duties there. The great Steve Gadd on drums. He was kind of like the guy for fusion, you know, I tell you what. George Devins, Phil Krause on percussion. Then you had a whole string section, you know. Ah, just killer stuff. 1975 CTI, The Rape of El Moro album by Don Sebesky. It's as funky as the album is just disturbing, the cover, you know. So, And then, of course, we started off that set with another 1974 album by Maynard Ferguson. That album is Chameleon, which he covers Herbie Hancock's Chameleon. But we heard the great Gospel John on that album. That is just a tune that 
this just killer. And it's by Jeffrey Steinberg. Uh, of course, Maynard Ferguson is the leader of that band. The trumpets were Stan Mark, Dennis Noday, Lynn Nicholson, Bob Summers. The trombones were Randy Purcell and Jerry Johnson. Alto sax, it was Andy McIntosh, Brian Smith on the tenor. The great Bruce John Stone on the Barry sax, Rick Patrone on the bass, Alan Zavod on piano, Dan DiPirio. That's right, a shout out to Deep, Dan DiPirio on the drums. Once again, the great Joe Beck on guitar, and Jerry Johnston on trombone and bass trombone. But he used a bass trombone. Uh, using false pedal tones on a 2B. Huh. Who knew? All right, and that was on, like I said, 1974 Chameleon album by the great Maynard Ferguson from the Columbia Records division. Uh, also, if you're not sure, you know, if you're trying to take notes and trying to remember, hey, like, oh, oh, I need to see if I've got that in my collection. Oh, I need to fill that gap. No, no need to worry. Just check out the website. That's Dr. Jazz Podcast. D R J A Z Z Podcast. All one word. Dr. Jazz Podcast. Dot WordPress. Dot com. You can find us on SoundCloud. You can also find us on iTunes. And we would love to hear from you here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Uh, apparently, you can write full reviews on iTunes. So please, if you dig what you hear, if you dig this programming, whether that's the Zorn stuff, whether that's the 70s jazz, like what we're doing right now, the Blue Note stuff, the the older jazz like Fats Waller and Bix Biderbeck, just the straight-ahead stuff, it doesn't matter. If there's a program that you've liked from the Dr. Jazz podcast, please just give a sentence or two. It doesn't have to be a full book. you know. Just give us a review on iTunes. That would help and go a long, long way. Okay, And Dr. Jazz will thank you. You can also feel free to make suggestions that way. Like, hey, I would love a whole show on Maynard Ferguson. It's like, hey... If you ask for it, I will deliver. Guaranteed. As long as it's within the jazz idiom. Like if you ask for a full Led Zeppelin show, not going to happen. But if there's something you're longing to hear or uh, a theme that you're longing to see or hear come from the Dr. Jazz podcast, we will deliver. Guaranteed. All right. Let's get to some more music. This set, we start out with a great great ballad from one of the premier bands of the jazz fusion era here's weather report from the album heavy weather with a remark you made Thank you. 
Korea's La Fiesta and that was a killer killer track uh, from 1972 that included of course Stan Getz on the tenor sax Chick Korea 
on the electric piano, Stanley Clark on the bass, Ayrton Moreira on the percussion, and none other than Tony Williams on the drums. Talk about your killer bands, right? It's basically the very first Return to Forever core with Korea Clark and Moreira, and then you add in Tony Williams and Stan Getz. I mean, how the hell can you go wrong? It's just amazing. And every track besides Lush Life is all written by Chick Corea on the album that it first came out on, which was Captain Marvel. No nod to the, the recent film <laughs> coming out, you know, but um, it, La Fiesta by Chick Corea, 500 Miles High by Chick Corea, Captain Marvel by Chick Corea, Times Lie by Chick Corea, Day Waves by Chick Corea. And, you know, one of the reviews about this on allmusic.com says that this band combining as it did the restlessness of electric jazz with Stan Getz's trademark stubbornness and adhering to those principles that made modern jazz so great, made for attention that came pouring out of the speakers with great mutual respect shining forth from every cut. So, there you go. Um... But if you will look on the website, drjazzpodcast.wordpress.com, you will notice that my version, the album that I'm showing you, is from the CD that I have, which is entitled The Lyrical Stan Getz on Columbia, which includes La Fiesta, among many other great, great tunes. It's like a compilation. It's one of my first Stan Getz albums, so... And it's just fantastic to hear Stan Getz take on that kind of Latin-tinged fusion, especially with Korea Clark and Ayrto behind him and Tony Williams. So there you go. And that came out in 1972, and or recorded in 1972 and released in 74. Uh, before that, we heard the great Sonny Rollins with Disco Monk. <laughs> and that comes from his 1979 album, Don't Ask. <laughs> of course, that band is Sonny Rollins on the tenor, Mark Soskin on the piano, uh, electric piano and synthesizers, Larry Coryell on the electric guitar, Jerome Harris on the electric bass, Al Foster on the drums, and Bill Summers on the percussion. So, killer, killer group. Um, I always just love that track, Disco Monk, just for the title alone, just Disco Monk. Can you imagine Thelonious Monk on the lighted disco floor? Like, you know, that would be crazy, right? Just spinning around and around. But it, because it, it, it jump cuts so many different ways, it's like it's groovy and then it just, boom, it just goes to like a slow kind of relaxed section, mellow, man. Then back to the groove, then mellow. Then back to the groove, then mellow. And it's a great example of truly fuse, fusing these different styles. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And I guess this is the uh, the heavyweight tenor saxophone set because then we started out the whole thing with uh, a remark you made. That tune written by Joe Zavino from Weather Report's Heavy Weather album. That was 1977, Heavy Weather Album. This is the same album that's got Birdland, Teen Town, uh, 
you know, Havona, great, great tracks on there. And, of course, the tenor saxophone player is Wayne Shorter. So, I mean, the whole band for that Heavy Weather album was Joe Zavinul on the synths, Wayne Shorter on the tenor saxophone, Jaco Pastorius, the great Jaco on electric bass. You had Manolo Badrena on the percussion and Alex Acuna on the drums. This is pre-Peter Erskine. So there you go. So between Wayne Shorter, Sonny Rollins, and Stan Getz, that's quite a trio of tenor saxophone gods within the fusion realm. All right. I'm going to get to some more music. Let's talk. And I love this next track. It's so funky, nebulous, and spacey all at the same time. You just literally feel like you're floating in space on, on parts of this album. Uh, talking about Alfonso Johnson, the great bass player who made some fame with Weather Report before Jocko came into the band. Here is Alfonso Johnson from his album Moon Shadows. This track's called Up From The Cellar. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Thank you. 
tell you what, if that doesn't make you want to shake your ass, I don't know what will. That is the great Carlos Franzetti. Once again, a name hardly anybody mentions. And that was Coco Funk from his 1977 album, Graffiti. Carlos Franzetti's Graffiti. And the track was Coco Funk. Once again, you can't miss this. You have to check it out in order to see it. But there's the album cover is a picture of one of those countless Farrah Fawcett pictures that were up in every young man's bedroom in the 70s and with a very low-cut top and shorts. And then there's just like this black grease paint on it and it just it's just splattered on there. And it says like graffiti. <laughs> and it's like, what? Either way, the whole album's just killer. It's funky. You can't go wrong. Before that... The Vibe Master himself, Roy Ayers, with A Tear to a Smile, from an album by the exact same name, A Tear to a Smile, just recently re-released, you know, and uh, remastered and put on those Verve originals, you know, through the Polydor Verve connection. That was A Tear to a Smile from 1975, the great Roy Ayers, Vibe Master. And then we started off the set with one of the best bass players that hardly anybody's ever heard of. And I don't know why. Alfonso Johnson is a motherfucker. Ain't no doubt about it. And we heard Up From The Cellar, which was this cool, funky thing. And then it burst into this like nebulous space you know, groove. And it's from his 76, 1976 album, Moon Shadows. And this is one of his few albums as a leader it's just it's absolutely killer moon shadows you cannot go wrong he was also a bass player with weather report on mysterious traveler tailspinning and black market he was on uh some albums by eddie henderson he's played with dd bridgewater chet baker phil collins santana i mean this guy is truly awesome and you know the sad part about it is like right now he's serving as an adjunct instructor at the University of Southern California and Cal Institute of the Arts. That's all he's doing. He's still alive. He's only 68 years old. He just had a birthday yesterday. Groundhog Day. He just turned 68 yesterday. So let's give it up for some appreciation of Alfonso Johnson. This guy's awesome. All right. All right. New set, Herbie Hancock, Mr. Hands, just around the corner.
dita, da 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 dita, Thank you.
All right, that was Old and New Dreams, and that was a tune called Togo, a little ethnic for you there, it's nice, I really dig that. Uh, Old and New Dreams is a quartet that is comprised of Ed Blackwell on the drums, the great Charlie Hayden on the upright bass, Dewey Redman on the tenor sax and musette, and the great, great, great Don Cherry on the trumpet. That's on the ECM label 1979 album. That is a great tune. Uh, Chris Potter has even covered that tune, Togo. And in fact, that uh, reminds me that there's a new group uh, with Joshua Redman called Still Dreaming. And it's a, it's a nod to the Old and New Dreams group, which is really phenomenal. Uh, I haven't heard a bad release from this band. Um I urge everybody to check out Old and New Dreams because it's almost like a, a more modern extension of what uh, what Ornette was doing that's fused with world music, which is really, really great. Uh, Old and New Dreams. Before that, we heard Just Around the Corner from Herbie Hancock from his album Mr. Hands. Herbie, of course, on the synthesizer. Benny Maupin, same guy who was in the Headhunters, is on this album. Wawa Watson was on the guitar on that track. Freddie Washington was the bass player on that track, although there's another track that actually has Jaco Pastorius playing with Herbie Hancock. Guess you'll have to check out that album, huh? Uh, the great Harvey Mason once again on the drums, and none other than Sheila E on percussion. That's right. The same Sheila E. Killer, killer, killer funky stuff. All right. We've got a trio of great music coming up here. Uh, there's a connecting theme to these next three. Let's see if you can find it. The Dr. Jazz Podcast is where you're at.
yes, the connection is Return to Forever. We just heard Chick Corea with Samba L.A. from his album Tap Step, which is a killer album. Of course, Chick's on all the synthesizers. Gail Moran is on vocals. Flora Purim is on vocals on Samba L.A. Shelby Flint is on vocals. And Nani Via Brunel is on vocals on Samba L.A. So a quartet of female vocals. Great stuff. Of course, Ayrto Marrera is on the percussion. Um, uh, Laudir de Oliviera. Hubert Laws is on this album. Bunny Brunel is on the fretless bass, except for that track. <laughs> uh, let's see. Don Elias is on the congas and drums. Alva Zudi. Great. Alan Vizzuti on trumpet there. Joe Farrell is on the tenor saxophone. Let's see. Jamie Font is on the piccolo bass on this album. Stanley Clark's on the piccolo bass and talk box. And Joe Henderson makes an appearance and cameo on this album on one of the tracks as well. So you can see it's just chocked full of great talent. And before that, we heard Vulcan Princess from Stanley Clark's 1974 album Stanley Clark and on this album talk about talent Stanley of course is on the bass Jan Hammer from the Mahavishnu Orchestra is on keyboards Bill Connors one of the guitarists for Return to Forever before Aldi Miola came into the group is on guitar great Tony Williams is on drums Ayrto Moreira is on percussion David Taylor the David Taylor is on trombone. John Faddis, the great John Faddis, James Bluffington, uh, Lou Saloff, Garnet Brown, and Peter Gordon are all on the brass. And then you have uh, a string section, and then Michael Gibbs, the Michael Gibbs from Berkeley, the same Michael Gibbs who worked with Gary Burton did the string and brass arrangement. So you have a very well laid out album here. Can't beat it. And it's just funky and spacey and it's wonderful. Uh, Before that, we heard, we started off the set of the Return to Forever set with the great Al DiMiola from his album Splendido Hotel. We heard Roller Jubilee. So if that doesn't bring back memories of circling around and around and around on a disco rink or a roller skating rink when you were a kid I don't know what will because it is that sound and that album had a great lot of talent as well of course Demiola on the guitar Chick Corea was on the piano Pete Canarazzi was on the synthesizer Philippe Sace was on keyboards marimba and vocals Jan Hammer made a cameo appearance on a track on this. The great Les Paul made a cameo appearance on one of the tracks. Anthony Jackson, yes, the Anthony Jackson, the motherfucker of the bass. He's just a god on the bass. Played bass guitar throughout the whole album. Steve Gadd on drums. Um, Eddie Cologne on percussion and Mingo Lewis as well. So Splendido Hotel cannot go wrong. We heard Roller Jubilee. All right, we've got one more track for you. 
and I wanted to go ahead and precursor this. This is a wonderful, beautiful message. It's still in the 70s. It's still jazz fusion, but it's just a different thing because I heard this track and I just immediately thought of all you wonderful listeners. Um, it's Rasan Roland Kirk, and it's uh, a track called The Theme for the Ulipians. And you're all Ulipians because you're wonderful people. So thank you for your listening. Thank you for your patronage. We do love you madly. Uh, please leave a review on iTunes. That would really help the podcast go a long way. You can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud, the Dr. Jazz Podcast. So uh, look forward to hearing from you. Just give us a thumbs up or a, you know, love it. You know, keep on doing what you're doing. Give us suggestions. We appreciate it. All right, here is Rasan Roland Kirk. forget him either if you had met him where I met him. Talking about desolation. Lord, desolation is a railroad station round about 2 a.m. on a weeknight. When you walk into desolation like that and suddenly out of nowhere comes a warm song, you aren't about to forget him. This is the first time, though, that I've heard him at an airport. I know he moves along the piers. <laughs> he calls himself a journey agent, a Ulipian. Says his friends, the poets and the artists and musicians are Ulipians, too. Hey, listen. Listen to his tune calls it his duty-free gift for the traveler.
calls himself a journey agent. A Ulypian calls his friends the poets, the artists, musicians, journey agents too. Calls this his duty-free gift for the traveler. Rassan, Roland Kirk, theme for the Ulipians, from his 1976 album, The Return of the 5,000 Pound Man, produced by Joel Dorn for Warner Brothers. Uh, an original by Rassan. Of course, Rassan's on all of his instruments. Howard Johnson is on the tuba. Romeo Pink is on the Barry Sax, Oboe, Hilton Ruiz, the great piano player, uh, Buster Williams on bass, Charlie Persip on drums, Joe Habao Texador on percussion, Betty Neals was the one who was giving the recitation in the track one. Right there. Uh, theme for you, the Ulipians. Uh, great great players are on this album on other tracks as well like Hank Jones Milt Hinton Trudy Pitts just great stuff man so mm. but all of you are appreciators of the arts poets musicians artists so thank you you Olympians. hopefully you've dug another episode of the Dr. Jazz podcast not gonna say a lot here just Check us out, iTunes, SoundCloud. Give us a review. Give us some suggestions if you've got any. Give us some love. Uh, check out the website, drjazzpodcast.wordpress.com. Till next time, who loves you, baby? Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Y'all be good now, because in jazz, we trust.